did an amazing tarot reading. Basically, said the same thing that it's coming to me. That I'm in this growth phase, and like new stuff is coming and new stuff is happening. I just have to be patient, which God knows is not a lot of people's strengths. So it's definitely not one of mine. If you really, really know me. And yeah, so there's that. So the one thing I wanted to talk to you about, my life update, is Sober October. So I did an episode. What's up, ladies? I hope you're ready for a super fun episode today because I am feeling a little rowdy. <laughs> I don't know the word. Anyways, um, I apologize. The last episode sounded weird. My husband said it sounded like I didn't have my microphone plugged in and I might not have, but I was sitting in front of it talking the whole time. So my bad, but I did get so much feedback on, on the full moon and how I've been u- using it and things like that. So strap on cause there's more where that came from and So yeah, today, I don't know. I'm literally just been thinking and I had a really fucking rough week emotionally, maybe the last two weeks. I'm not sure. And I was like, I don't know what to talk about in the podcast. I usually come from like this inspired place. I'm not good at batching. I don't think I've ever batched an episode before, maybe once. I don't know. It's almost been a year. Can you believe that? But I don't think I've ever batched. I usually just come from like this inspired place of like what's going on in my life. And I was like, I literally don't know what to talk about because I feel like I'm fucking lost at sea right now. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give a life update. I'm just going to keep it real. I'm just going to say like, this is exactly where I'm at and just share. So someone had told me that believe it or not, that I need to be more vulnerable on my podcast and get more curious on my podcast. So we'll give that a go and see how we can go. So I do have a couple of things that I wanted to share in the vein of vulnerability in my life update. But before we jump in, a few orders of business. Um, don't forget to download my freebie on journaling to joy. I know I've been talking to you about this for like the last couple of weeks, but it's really awesome. And I keep going back to it. I mean, I don't have the printed out version. I go back to just my regular version that I do all the time, jotting in my notebook. But I want you guys to sign up for that and let me know how that's going for you. And if you don't feel like journaling is your thing or it's your thing because it's my thing, (laughs) I'm joking. But if you don't feel like those prompts are giving you life, then holler at your girl and let's talk and I can share some more cool shit with you. So go ahead and download that because you know what happens when you download that? Then you get my emails and my emails are about to be litty because I'm actually going to start doing them consistently. (laughs) So I'm super pumped about that. Um, I feel like I'm way better just showing up verbally and like talking, like talking is my jam, right? Connecting to people through talking. But I've always second guessed myself writing, but I really want to, for me, that's kind of like a growth goal. So I'd love to experiment there and have you along for the ride. Also, 
please don't forget to share and review the podcast. I cannot express enough how fucking happy it makes me when people send me messages and say something resonated with them, especially when I'm in this really weird space I'm going to talk about, but just this really transitional space in my life right now, right? And it literally brings me joy. So, and it also helps us share the message to other amazing women because I think I'm about to start busting shit wide open on the women's topics because if I'm honest and if I'm vulnerable, that's what really fucking gives me life. And I've held back on it a little bit, not even a little bit. I've fucking held back on it for many reasons that I'm going to talk about in my life update today. So make sure that you share and review it. And if you do leave a review, send me a screenshot. I'd love to see it. Um, It literally will make my whole day. So that being said, I have a mantra this week because I always have a mantra because I have multiple mantras. You guys know this. But this one came to me. What's today? Saturday? Um, This one came to me Thursday or Friday. And it's kind of just been the energy all week that I've been struggling with a little bit, but at the same time, really trying to fucking embrace because if I don't embrace it, I'm just going to keep spinning in this space where I'm at. So this was just something that came up when I was journaling and I just started writing it on repeat during my journaling sesh. And to be really clear, and I've said this last time, when I journal, it's only for five or 10 minutes. Now I might My favorite thing to do is micro journal or what I refer to as micro journal is literally little journal spurts kind of all day long, whether it's jotting, like just literally run of thoughts. I do that a lot after I listen to messages from certain people, some of my friends or coaches or whatever. Um, If I wake up in the morning and my brain is racing, I will do like a little micro journal session. Very rarely do I, I don't just sit down for 20 minutes in journal anymore. I It really depends on the space. For me, 20 minutes of journaling would be a major self-care act, and I'd probably have to have it a little bit more planned. But for me, these little micro journaling things are really, really helping me get through the moments. So that's why I'm so adamant about it. And that's really why I talk about in that freebie about you can change your perspective in five minutes or less. Easy peasy, okay? Now, the one thing I actually have as a goal coming up this next week on my Mindful Monday and my styling sesh that I'm doing is to really um, get back into gratitude journaling. That's one I always fucking slip up on. And I don't know why, but somebody called me out on that shit. Well, actually, just my husband (laughs) called me out on that shit this week. And it's really true. Like, it's not an eight for me to just always feel grateful and accepting of things, especially not when I feel like I'm not in control. And that is definitely my shadow side. I have a big, big issue with needing and wanting to control everything because it makes me feel safe. So my, damn, I don't even think I shared my mantra. So my mantra is relax and receive. And for me, that means receive clarity on kind of next steps. What do I want? What I don't want with everything in life? Because again, I feel like I'm in a really fucking pivotal spot right now with not having a job, but having these other things that are like I'm exploring. And then I feel like there's opportunities and I feel really scared to make a decision, which is not really like me. And I just don't really know where I'm at right now. So I've really been getting this message to relax and receive. And 
it's really funny. And you guys know, I'll go through a whole episode with you. And then at the end of the episode, I pull the tarot cards, right? The funny ones from the Rebel deck. And it's always like in perfect alignment. And I was going to pull one today, but instead of, I mean, I still can, but I wanted to share one that I had just pulled right after I was talking to a friend and everybody, I mean, friends, Oh, funny story. Um, I talked to a median psychic, and I should probably do a whole separate episode on that, but I don't know if I'm ready. That one's coming. But even her, um, other people that I don't even know that well, and just like the message has just been coming up, and even myself, like my journaling and everything, the message has just been coming up over and over to just calm the fuck down. And things will work out and they will present themselves and like, you will know. And I hate when people say like, you'll just know when it happens. And you're like, how the fuck am I going to know? Like, I'm not one of those people that lives in that space very well. Now, I am hyper aware that that's not a skill set of mine or a strength of mine. I'm not good at not knowing. I'm just not. But I keep getting this message over and over. And then I thought it was super funny. Uh, yesterday I pulled the card from the rebel deck and it said don't fucking force it allow that shit to come to you and I was like okay if that's that's not even like that's as clear as it fucking gets don't fucking force it just let it come to you right it's not like some like outer space tarot reading where you kind of make it however you want it like it literally says don't fucking force it so I was like okay I'm obviously fucking forcing and Again, it's that push energy I talked about a couple weeks ago. It shows up in so many different ways. And I know that that's a uh, shadow side of mine. So that being said, relax and receive. And let's move into life update stuff. Okay. So the full moon was Thursday. We talked about that on the pod last week. I hope you guys did something fun. I actually had like major plans, like full blown was gonna go out. I had wrote a letter of some shit I want to let go of. I was going to go out to the fire pit, burn it, howl at the moon, not really, but maybe one day, (laughs) um, and burn it and like really get in the zone. I was going to charge up all my crystals, the whole nine, but I was fucking just exhausted and I ended up not doing shit. So I did end up burning my, um, my release the day after, which the moon is still pretty full and the energy is still out there. But I did do a tarot reading that night with a friend of mine that's practicing and it was so dead on. It was almost so dead on and so good. I think that's kind of where my energy, energy leak happened is for like that hour, I was so into it and it was so intense and it was so dead on that you know, like when you get really excited about something and then you can like, it's like coming off that high, like a sugar high or something. And then like, you're like wiped out tired. It was kind of like that. But I did get an amazing tarot reading, basically said the same thing, that it's coming to me, that I'm in this growth phase and like new stuff is coming and new stuff is happening. I just have to be patient, which God knows is not a lot of people's strengths. So it's definitely not one of mine if you really, really know me. And yeah, so there's that. So the one thing I wanted to talk to you about in my life update is Sober October. So I did an episode, I don't know, a month ago, maybe. Maybe it was back in August. Maybe it was in July. I can't remember because time doesn't feel real anymore. 
And I had talked about not drinking for like 50 straight days and how I had learned so much from that. And I talked about why I decided to stop drinking and just sobriety in general. And it's such a weird fuck topic. Like, it's so weird. And I have learned so much about myself through this journey of... I'm not calling it being sober and I'm not calling it I'm never going to drink again because I had a drink the day I lost my job and then I had a couple other drinks here and there through that through the like the last month or two. But after not drinking so long and then kind of going back to it, it's fucking heightened awareness about why you drink and what makes you drink. And it's just so weird. And I have a really good friend and we talk about this all the time about like not drinking and about how we actually don't want to drink because it doesn't make us feel good we know like it's just stupid it makes you just and we're only speaking from our experience like hey do you I am not judging anybody because I don't care what you do as long as it's making you feel happy and you're being kind to everybody in your life but her and I specifically used to be really heavy drinkers and used alcohol to basically not deal with our feelings, right? And this through the journey, we've just learned so much about ourselves. And so we've been talking about how like it doesn't even feel good, but like we sometimes feel like you can't even fucking stop it. So we've been trying to like talk each other through that. And neither one of us have really fallen back into that bad habit, but we've just been just talking about it a lot, exploring it a lot. And also anyone who's listening, who's been through the not drinking thing, it is one of the most isolating things you will ever fucking deal with in your life because everybody drinks. And if they don't drink, then wherever you're at is drinking, wherever, if you're watching fucking TV, someone's drinking, anything you're doing, there's alcohol there. I mean, I can't think of a place with that you can go, that there's not fucking alcohol or someone's talking about alcohol or whatever. It's such a big part of our culture. So it becomes very isolating the second you say, oh, I'm not drinking. So we were talking about that or whatever, and it's just like not really serving me. And I haven't really been drinking like nothing like I've had drink in the past but I have had a drink here or there and I've just been hyper aware of it and I notice like I just I just don't fucking like it it just doesn't do for me what it used to do because what it used to do for me is not make me feel my feelings but after a summer of self-love quarantine and a therapist I'm getting really fucking good at feeling my feelings good or bad <laughs> and it just doesn't do it for me anymore so that was a long way of saying that we are doing Sober October and I'm excited about it and we'll just see where things go. That's where I'm at with that. But the big thing that I wanted to talk about that I haven't ever really talked about when someone was like, but there's so many things that I don't let myself talk about, believe it or not. And one of the ones I was talking to somebody about this is my career and my job and being a woman in corporate America. So there's a couple of things in a couple of different spaces here where I don't talk about it. One is I don't talk about my career or how successful it was, is, I'm not sure what word to use there, um, because it's uncomfortable to talk about your success. At least I find it uncomfortable. So I'd never would talk about that piece of it, but I also had to in my mind separate my job from my podcast even though and correct me if I'm wrong 
even though my podcast to me was all about my self-awareness journey, mindset shifts, how to be fucking amazing, how to just not live a shitty life, like sharing the tips and tricks, basically like lifestyle mindset work that I'm doing every day so that I can continue to be a badass bitch, have a job and raise kids and be married and do all the fucking things and take care of myself. But in my head, and rightfully so, I think plenty of people would agree with me that um, work with me, know me, etc. These two things had to be so completely separate because there are some pieces of corporate America that are really toxic, especially, and here we go, especially when you're a woman. And I have avoided that what I feel like fully, I'm sure I've brought it up and I'm sure it's dribbled out here and there because it is such a big piece of my life, but I have avoided it at all costs because it was such a tricky, weird thing for me. And the reality of it is my mindset work, my lack of hobbies, a big piece of me really disconnecting with myself and forgetting who I really was and all of the things was because of my job. Yes, it's also because I have kids too, but it's being it's being and doing both. And they kind of feed each other a ton for me. And right after I lost my job, I saw the best fucking meme on Instagram. And it said, dear moms or something like that. And it was like, we want you to work like you don't have kids and parent like you don't have a job. And that is the realest fucking thing I have ever seen. And it's so fucking true. So this is what's got me in a tailspin right now is like when I first left my job, I felt a huge amount of relief for many different reasons. And I'm still not comfortable like fucking airing out the dirty laundry on the podcast. But some places have some work to do with their culture. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And it is hard being a woman. And the higher you go, the fucking harder it gets, depending probably on your industry. But the industry I was in is male-dominated. And the higher you go, the harder it fucking gets because women aren't your one and few and it gets completely different and you know all the memes you see about mansplaining and getting paid less and all the things that shit is so fucking real life it's not even funny so I don't even know where I want to go with this I just wanted to be open and honest and talk about why I never really talked about it before and i it is one of the reasons I wanted to start the podcast is I wanted to own this fucking space. I want to talk about inequality and women in the workforce. And for me, it's such a big deal. And I know there's lots of systems that are broken and there's a lot of things that we are seeing that are broken right now. And I know that women's rights aren't on the forefront of this, but I always like to point out the fact that whenever we're talking about other things like race wars, half of our fucking population is female. So no matter what we're talking about, those issues are always super fucking relevant. And I hid behind it for so long and I let so many things about it seep in and I tried to hide, not hide, suppress so many things about it. And what it really does is it changes you and it starts to make you second guess yourself and it's some it just has to stop period but 
The real reason I bring this up is because I've lost my job, big deal, right? And I've really been trying to dig into lately, like, why am I feeling so off and so out of sync? Because when I first lost it, like I said, I felt a huge amount of relief. I felt like I'm in this really weird transitional phase of my life anyway. I felt like the doors busted wide open for me to just, like, do something else. Like, what does that look like for me? Figuring it out, whatever. But what I didn't anticipate was the feeling I feel now. And it's a multitude of things, but there's a couple of things that really fucking bother the shit out of me that we have to stop doing. One of them is when a woman loses her job, do not tell her, oh, great, now you can homeschool your kid. (laughs) And I don't mean homeschool. I mean like a virtual school. Like, oh, great, now I'm free to make sure that my kids are keeping up in virtual school and learning, right? Like, never mind what I might feel inside or no matter what, when you get laid off at a company, there's definitely some self-esteem work that needs to be done. But don't talk to a woman whose desire in life is to work outside of the home and tell her, oh, great, now you get to um, help your kids because guaranteed, bet your fucking ass, if my husband would have lost his job, not one goddamn person would have said to him, oh, good, now you can make sure the kids keep up with their schoolwork. No, not even. They would have been like, oh, well, I'm sure you'll be able to find another job soon or whatever the fuck they would have said. I don't even know what they would have said. But so many people kept saying this to me. I kept I saying it to myself. Then, like, I started internalizing this, and then, like, the way you talk to yourself is so fucking important, and you start, like, embodying things that people say, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I am not a stay-at-home mom. This is not what I do, and it was starting to, like, get me twisted up in my head, and now I'm starting to be like, oh my god, this is all I have going on, and nothing against people who want to stay home with their kids that is a personal choice if that makes you happy by all means to me that's the same as like I don't like watermelon candy and you do whatever makes you happy I have no issues with that I'm only speaking from my personal experience as someone who's always wanted to oh fuck what's the word make an impact in a different way with my career and just have that that's just something I've always been interested in doing I was not one of those girls that grew up wanting to have kids I just never did like we have a joke in the family all the time my husband's always joking with the kids saying well thank god I wanted kids y'all wouldn't be here (laughs) and it sounds fucked up and of course I love them to death and it's one of the reasons I do this podcast and I really know I have to share this piece of the story that I don't share is because my daughter needs strong women to do that because no matter what she wants to do in her life women have to break other women ahead of her have to break down that fucking ceiling so there's that and I really want to explore this space a little bit more I don't know what it looks like I don't know what it means but all I know is that We need in this world a balance between our masculine and our feminine. And I don't mean male, female. I mean masculine energy and feminine energy. And we've got to stop discounting the feminine as being weak and things like that. Because without one, the other one suffers, right? Just kind of like on that moon episode last time I was talking. 
And I was saying like, you could flow in the energy and it can be woo woo and it can be all intuitive. But there's also a masculine piece to the moon is that it's a cycle and it comes and it's predictable and it happens at the same time every fucking month. 29 and a half days, you know what that moon is doing all the time. And that's masculine. Masculine is the container. And the feminine is what moves inside of the container. So without the container, the feminine has no space to exist. And then without the feminine, there's nothing in the container for the masculine to hold. These two things have to ebb and flow together. And my personal experience in corporate America is it's gotten so bogged down and so hyper masculine that women have a hard time existing in these spaces. And that being said, so I'm in this weird space, right? And I've been on LinkedIn, which fucking sucks. And like looking for a job after you've worked somewhere for as long as I worked there is like dating after a divorce. And no one likes looking for a job. Like looking for a job is absolutely worse than dating. Maybe it's the same, <laughs> but it fucking sucks. And talk about, it's like all the self-esteem shit, right? Because you're going to prove why you're good enough, blah, 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 blah. So I'm looking on LinkedIn and I saw this post from Ariana Huffington and it was saying that the pandemic is actually pushing women out of corporate jobs in high achieving positions faster than men and that one in four women are stepping down from their roles taking lesser roles than they're qualified or fucking straight up quitting their jobs during the pandemic because I meant because of the pandemic and they were like if we had a panic button now's the time to push it and it just hit me in my soul and I was like this shit is so fucked up and I'm so done with this story and I'm so done with this thing that we tell ourselves about and it was going into the reasons why this is happening, why one in four women are stepping down from their CEO roles or VP roles or whatever the fuck it is. Guess what the number one reason is? Because of children, childcare, right? The uncertainty of what's going on with their kids. And then number two is that women are getting let go when people are doing layoffs at a higher rate than men. You can imagine that I literally wanted to fucking crawl out of my skin when I was reading this. And I take all this in and I really try to like ride this line, right, between being like just a fucking hardcore feminist and ready to burn everything down and trying to remember that not all men <laughs> are, are like subscribed to this, created this, etc. that this is just like the society that we were all born into. And you can relate this to so many other things that are going on in the United States right now. And people are really waking up to shit. But it really fucking blew my mind. And I was like, that's, I was already having this whole conversation with myself anyway about feeling a little off, not really knowing what my next steps are and things like that. But yeah, I just felt like that was something I wanted to bring up and talk about on the episode. And that's why I just called it a life update because I don't know what the fuck to call it. I just wanted to be vulnerable and just say, when you see that shit in the news or on the memes or whatever it is, like, it's very real and like the pay gap is so fucking real and it's such a fucking issue and it literally makes me want to vomit and all the things they're super real and I've just never talked about it or tapped into it because I was scared that people from a, 
100% honest, scared that people from my job would listen to the fucking podcast and I would be somehow reprimanded for it, if that makes sense. But I just think it's something that we really need to be a little bit more cognizant of. And that's why I think the mindset work is so fucking powerful is when you are aware of yourself, you can become more aware of these things. And I just think the more aware of these things that we are and we're not suppressing like our feelings and we're not losing our identities and we're not letting this mom guilt thing take over. And that's where my mom guilt was bred. It was that quote I told you in the beginning where I said, have a job like you don't have kids and parent like you don't have a job. Because guess what? Those two things, absolutely, there is no balance, right? Sometimes your job is going to be a little bit more demanding and sometimes your kids and your home life is going to be a little bit more demanding. And that's why I like to use the word rhythm. And that's why I think it's really important to talk about like, the word we were talking about the other day, the yin and yang of it, of the masculine and the feminine and the balance of it. And to me, the, when I say masculine and feminine, it's in every single situation that you're in. And like what I just said, like sometimes my job, my career is going to need me more than my kids. And sometimes my kids will need me more. And that's the ebb and the flow. And that's the masculine and the feminine space that I've got to be able to exist in daily. And it should be expected and it should just be something that we all know and that we're all aware of. But yeah, that's it. So I'm glad I shared that. Let me know how you guys feel. Do you guys experience this shit? Like being a woman who wants more than to just take care of her kids has so many things but also what I've noticed in this space too is then also women who do stay home with their kids have their own shit and I hate the divide that we kind of create in this space too because again like I said it should really be as simple as you like strawberry ice cream I don't like who cares right we're all women we're all fighting the same fight so we should really support each other and that's why like community and women and lifting other women and sharing these things that I'm learning with other women fucking make me so happy and just oh light me up that's why I'm always pumping my girl um the Jay Loretta lipstick on my podcast because she's a local lipstick owner and I just think it's fucking badass she's raising kids she has a job and she's making lipstick because it brings her fucking passion and I'm sure I mean I know for a fact I mean there's so many naysayers out there but we really can do anything we want to do I'm fucking rambling on and on about my job. So with the life update, I also, because I don't think I have any tips or tricks, <laughs> I just wanted to share and kind of let you guys know where I'm at with some things. But I wanted to kind of share some things that I've really been digging lately and things that are making me happy and getting me through all the feelings. And I don't feel like upset or depressed or anything like that. It's just I've been noticing this shit creep in more and more. And now that I am like so in tune with my feelings, <laughs> I just feels like a really good place to share. So I am challenging myself a little bit after my uh, psychic medium said I need to get more vulnerable and get more curious on my podcast. So... I'm going to see how I can tap into that. I don't really know what that means. And I am going to take the next week and I'm going to lay pretty fucking low. And I'm not going to push, push, push. 
And I'm going to try to go real deep and meditate a shitload, journal fuckload, and just kind of see what comes up for me. And I really just want to lean into what makes me feel good and what doesn't and see what I can kind of like pinpoint out of this. But again, don't forget, I'm not supposed to be fucking forcing it because it's going to show up and it's going to be amazing. But anyways, things I've been digging lately that I wanted to share with you guys since this wasn't really like a tip and trick mindset episode. It was just kind of like update on life podcast. Almost 30 is a podcast I've been listening to. It's a super popular one. You guys probably already listened to it, but I really like their podcast. And of course, I really like it because I identify with it so much and I see myself in a lot of what they do like they seem like just like cool ass chicks to me who are just like into I want to say weird shit but it's not weird it's just stuff that a lot of people don't talk about a lot like tarot readings and just god breath work and meditating and just like all of the things reiki shamans aliens astrology like all the shit and I'm real into that shit. I just think it's fun. I think it's cool. I just like to talk about it. I like to be around it. That's obviously something I want to get more curious about on my own podcast. That's why I started talking about the moon stuff because I just think it's cool. But their podcast is dope as fuck. If you are looking for another podcast to check out, I just think they're fun. They're way younger than me, so <laughs> it might resonate. <laughs> book I've been reading lately and this is another thing that's sending me into my feminist um whatever you call it right now soapbox is this book I'm reading is called code red by Lisa Lister and it's about like leaning into your cycle every month and like the your hormonal cycle your period all that and like what you go through and which each phase means and that's something I've really been into and way back in the beginning of my um, podcast, I'd had on someone and we had talked about that. I had a naturopath on, Cassandra Wilder, and we had this great conversation about that. And then I kind of just left it there. And that felt really vulnerable for me in that space at the time. And I wasn't really like, I was just starting to wrap my head around this. So I did, I just kind of set it there and left it there. But again, this is another thing. And for me, this kind of correlates again back to the working thing is like women we have this cycle, right? This monthly cycle and our energy level levels ebb and flow based on our hormones because our hormones change every week. But we're not taught this. No one knows this. No one teaches us this. It's all about like this divide and conquer mentality to make us weak and think like we're emotional and blah, blah, blah. And the shit we bring to the table doesn't matter. And that's not true. And I'm really going to try to pull back because I can hear myself about to smash the patriarchy on the podcast. <laughs> And the point is, this book is badass. If you're interested in this shit, her book is really cool. There's a lot of books out there, but she's a witch and she gets into it. So it's like this really vibey kind of like ritualistic way to like sync with your cycles and like what herbs work best at different times of the month and crystals and shit like that. And that shit floats my boat. So again, it's Code Red by Lisa Lister and I'm always reading I can put it in the show notes but I'm always reading a fiction book too like I love to read a fiction book before I go to bed to just kind of 
completely just relax and shut down the ship for the day because this story, it's like watching TV, right? This story means nothing, blah, blah, blah. So I'm always reading a book that's like way, um, like into it for me, like whatever's going on, like self-help, self-development. Like, you know, I read that one called The Big Leap I told you guys about. Like I'm always reading a book like that about like kind of pushing myself and learning more about myself and self-awareness, but I'm always, always have a fiction book too. And um, right now I'm subscribed to Book of the Month and you get new books every month. This is not an ad because I don't have sponsors. <laughs> I am just sharing with you. And last but not least, self-care that I've been digging. My go-to's and I talk about this all the time, is taking a bath and walking. Like those are my absolute fucking go-tos no matter what. No matter what phase I'm at, no matter what's going on in my life. So taking a bath and just walking are game changers to me. And making shit. So any of you guys that follow me on social media saw I had posted some pictures recently of a little table that I redid. I actually redid my whole entire dining room table, but I'm still in the process of like redoing the whole dining room. So I don't want to share that until I get a little bit further along in that process and like just making crafts at home, painting my pumpkins, doing my wreath, all the things. And I forgot just like how much I really enjoyed making shit with my hands. I think it's really meditative and I think you kind of get in this groove. It forces you to be present when you're painting or creating because you want it to be a certain way and you want it to look good and you can't multitask and paint a fucking dresser at the same time. It's virtually impossible if you don't want it to look like trash. So I highly recommend it. Whatever that space is for you, like just think about it and do that. But that's the podcast I've been digging, the books I've been digging, and my self-care rituals that have me like going and feeling amazing. So I will check back in with you ladies next week. Yes, I'm saying ladies from now on, no matter what, because even though I know a couple guys listen to the podcast, but again, I was thinking about this and someone actually was like busting my chops about this. They were like, every time you're always like, ladies, ladies. And I was like, yeah, but every time I'm in a room full of guys, it's just guys. And if it's a co-ed situation, we always default to the masculine. And I was like, guess what? My show, my rules, we default to the feminine from now on because we are power and we're badass bitches. So from now on, we're all ladies on this show. I don't care what that means to you. <laughs> I mean it in the best, most powerful kick-ass way. Take it as a fucking compliment because ladies are amazing. So ladies, next week, a couple reminders. I can't wait. The uh, new moon is next Friday and I have a lot of really cool stuff going on. I'm connecting with another podcaster and we're going to do a cool episode for that on her podcast. So I will share that with you guys. And um, Mercury goes in a retrograde next week. So I don't know what that means for you guys, but you know, the memes are always funny during this space. Now, I do know one thing for sure is that when Mercury is in retrograde, it usually signals or means communication problems. And I swear to God, last time it was in uh, retrograde, we tried to do um, some podcast interviews, me and um, a couple of my other friends that run podcasts. And we could not get the Zoom to work. We couldn't get the audio to work or whatever. So I just think little stuff like that's funny. To me, it's funny because life is fucking stressful and 
when you have these other little things to like have fun with, blame it on, lean into, whatever you call it, I just think it's fun to shift my energy somewhere else or to have a different way to move around in this space. So I hope you're ready for the ride because I really feel like things are going to start getting super crazy, fun, and real on the show. And I'm so excited and I can't wait to just continue to step into this space and talk about a little bit more of the other things that I've grown in other areas I've grown in based on all the mindset work I've been doing over the last couple years. So I hope you're down for the ride and send me some messages and we can connect on Instagram. Let me know. Let me know if there's a certain topic, especially a woo woo one that you want me to cover. Um, If there's a certain guest that you want me to get on the show. I have a couple of friends that read tarot and stuff and I keep telling them I want them to come on the show. I mentioned that psychic comedian that I work with. Um, she just started a podcast. We've been talking about switching episodes. So that could be fun. But anyways, so much to like get through in this show. It's been, I've been talking forever. So I'm going to let you guys go. And don't forget to relax and receive whatever that means for you this week. For me, it literally means to relax, slow down. So I can really kind of get clear on what my next steps are. But also, if you're in a really good space, I think it just means that you don't have to bust your ass to get good things. Like, your worth is not measured on your productivity. So just slow the fuck down and enjoy all the things and amazing things that you have done. Because sometimes it's really hard to identify and remember all the things you should be celebrating if you're constantly pushing for the next thing. So relax and receive. And thanks for listening to this life update and holding and creating space with me today. Talk to you guys soon. Oop, talk to you ladies soon. Bye. Thank you.